this is the official Scottish Rugby podcast with Caroline Blair and Chris Patterson. And this week uh, we are, well, the Guinness Six Nations is finally upon us. And we are joined by a British and Irish line, 53 caps for Scotland and doing his thing brilliantly for Saracens. It's Sean Maitland. So, so nice to see you again, Sean. We're in the Scotland camp. Talk to us about what it's been like. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, yeah, it's just great to be back. Uh, been two years. Two out, years. Out in the wilderness. Um, I was having uh, I was having lunch with with the lads and uh, obviously had a phone call and I was like, oh, it's quicker. Pocket though? Or? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> yeah, because um, the last sort of two phone calls haven't been uh, obviously haven't been the best. But um, yeah, he told me the good news and uh, I was absolutely buzzing because um, who was I telling? Who was I saying? You know, obviously in the past, you probably take, you know, those phone calls for granted. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, to obviously to say that I'm in the squad, I was I was chuffed and uh, yeah, I was really excited. I couldn't really sleep that night. So that's yeah, it's amazing, good to be yeah. back and see all the boys. Ah, it's good. It's yeah. funny as well, because the longer that petered out, you must think, well, is that it? Will I get back in again? Yeah. Or, you know, obviously playing well, but it's um, yeah. it must be a real thrill when, when you get that, that call. It's almost like... Mm. The further you've been away from it, the more yeah. special it becomes, and especially even though, like looking ahead to the future, when you eventually retire, you'll yeah. realise how special it was at the moment. But having that opportunity to come back into the squad, and there'll be a lot of familiar faces as well. Yeah. But there'll, there'll be that wee bit nervousness, I'd imagine. Yeah, not exactly. Involved. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. I was a little bit nervous, um, <laughs> as you said, Mossy. Um, there was a few new faces, a lot, uh, a few little changes, like mm. the gyms, amazing. Mm. Um, you know, the facilities. Uh, you know, obviously, I've, I've been here before, but. You know, just little changes here and there. It's just high performance. It screams high performance, and uh, it's just great to be back. And um, yeah, as you said, once you've been out, you know, it's sort of you do miss it. And um, to be back in, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. What did you say to Gregor when he said we want you back and you know to come and join the Six Nations camp? What well, did what did you say to him? Well, I, I actually I sort of put my uh, foot forward a little bit before, and I sort of said, hey, look, I message Gregor, and I said. Um, Look, is the door still open? Um, you know. So you asked the question. Yeah, yeah, I, I messaged Gregor, yeah, and I said, "Is the door still open?" Uh, good on you. And we had a good, honest chat. You know, um, Gregor would appreciate that as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah, I think coaches do appreciate that yeah. more. Um, you know, players, you know, sort of making the the first step. Yeah, you know, uh, especially with so much experience and so much mm. quality and so many. Yeah. Big moments under your belt in the Scotland jersey. That's what a coach wants. They want that. Yeah. You know, they, they want that drive. Yeah, look, and like, obviously, if I wasn't playing well or, you know, I was injured or, you know, I wasn't starting, um, I probably would have seen the writing on the wall, I guess. But I said, hey, look, I'm still starting for for Saris. Mm -hmm. Even like last season, I was happy, you know, mm -hmm. I probably after that succession, you know, I was coming back from injury, I was happy with my form and sort of carried that through, I guess. The season so um yeah look uh yeah, I, I know like guys retire and uh you know from international but keep playing but i sort of said to myself when i retire is when i retire from everything mm. um and you know touch so, wood, so you have no intention of saying <laughs> i'll retire from international rugby first if it happens nah, nah. I'll, when i retire uh is when i retire from everything and that's sort of been my mindset um and the good thing is like i'm, I'm in an environment where um it just keeps me young you know i'm mm. I'm going into training every day with a smile on my face. Um, you know, obviously there's a bit of luck with the body and how, I'm, you know, I get looked after a little bit at mm. Saris, which is great. But um, yeah, I'm still just enjoying my rugby. I'm still, you know, loving being in the environment I'm in. And um, yeah. And while 
Mossy and I are aging. You're still looking like you're 19, <laughs> so it's obviously still working for you, Sean. Get a filter on there. Eh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. your, um, your head coach at Saracens, um, yep. so he's, he said one of the things that you really bring is, uh, in, with experience, is an ability to speak to the younger guys in mm. the club and the role that you play, he's really given you a lot of credit for the way that you interact with them and engage with them. I'm assuming mm. that that's something that you A, enjoy and B, that you bring here into the Scotland camp too with the four uncapped guys that we've got here. Yeah, exactly. Like Even the conversations we had, I had with Gregor, I was like, look, I do miss like just being in the hotel with the mm. boys and just connecting and just having conversations, um, you know, just... Obviously, getting to know everyone. Uh, well, for example, like last sort of day, I tried to get a, get around the young lads and just try and you know connect with them, because um, that's what you know. When I was younger, that's what what I remembered. Uh, you know, the most you know playing with you know legends of the game. You know, back in New Zealand and obviously over here, um, just how well you know the older boys you know treated the young boys, and that's sort of what I live by. But yeah, look, that's that's what I love to do. I just love to. You know, be in the team room and you know connect over a coffee or whatever and just have have fun yeah yeah i was going to say that because uh, you've been around good cultures and good environments yeah. a long time going back to i remember i did the mcphail coaching scholarship way back in 2012 Is that the new zealand one new zealand it, it was a uh, can't be high performance and you were playing for uh, uh was it crusaders or can't it be there because yeah, it was yeah. crusaders wasn't it, it was still Canterbury yeah. and the crusaders yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah. um and and that environment was built on that you, yeah. know, you look after each other. It's a real family element. You yeah. still go hard at training, and that 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 stands for for absolutely everything. And then obviously in Glasgow and, and Saracen, so yeah. you do. You almost I think you feel the responsibility as an old player to help, yeah. but you actually really enjoy it as well. And I, I think if you can make the person who's coming and challenge you even better, it makes you better as well. Yeah. Look, I've you know I've been so lucky you know over my career to be involved in some you know pretty special teams. You know when I was eighteen, you know joining the Crusaders and mm. you know because that was proper Dan Carter Richard like, McCall yeah, like mm. guys that I grew up yeah. just idolising you know Dan who was, Carter, who was the Richard idol? McCall's who? like Brad Thorns yeah yeah. you know the list yeah, he would still be playing at that point what's that yeah. was he still playing at that point yeah, he, he, just came, he actually came back he came right, back he came in back, um, yeah. from uh, from league uh -huh. I think he was probably my age actually <laughs> he was getting seems really old wiser yeah exactly and yeah just obviously just Rubbing shoulders with those yeah. guys. And major just, as well. Uh, it was just influential then as well. Wasn't yeah, it? like I didn't. I probably didn't say anything in, in, in team meetings or anything for three <laughs> years because I was so scared. But <laughs> that was just probably the way it was back then. Mm -hmm. that, that hierarchy, but you know the respect thing was there. And but yeah, they they made sure all the young boys you know knew what the culture was. You know, mm. we're a family. Um, and yeah, I was just yeah pretty lucky to be mm. involved there. Let's talk a wee bit about culture because Saracens is known for culture yeah. and something that Gregor has alluded to a lot here, in fact, it's said to us mm. on the, the <coughs> official Scottish Rugby podcast too, is that culture is really important here and certainly since the summer tour in particular, he's really enjoyed the culture that mm. Scotland's working towards with the, yeah. the World Cup in mind too. Having come back into camp, what's yeah. your take on that, factoring in your experience and your knowledge of what a good culture is? I just, yeah, I think... Uh, <sighs> Probably, like, if I was to be honest, um, that World Cup, we probably weren't a tight team. But ever since after that, like, uh, the culture, the the friendship, how tight the, the boys are and how open everything is with the coaches, it's just shot off. It's just gotten way better. Um, and, yeah, over the sort of the last sort of two, three years after that World Cup, it's just it's just gotten really, really good. 
um, and you know that's down to you know the coaches, um, you know the facilities that we have. Um, but yeah, like as, as you said with with Saris, you know the one thing that that sticks out is it doesn't feel like it's just a club; it feels like a big family. Um, you know, for example, we. Um, a big thing is, you know, looking after the families, the partners. So we got like free crish at the club. So boys come in, they drop their kids off three days a week. Um, and is that at the ground? Is it's that at the ground, the same yeah. Venue? So like we're having our breakfast, we're having our lunch, and mm-hmm. you know, sometimes the the boys' kids come in and, and just interact with with the lads. That's like little things like that. Um, but a saying we do have it at Sarah's is, you know, you, you you get treated bloody well, but in return you work bloody hard. Um, and that's what we sort of live by, because um, yeah, we, yeah, we are we are pretty lucky the environment we're in at Saris. Um, we do got look, we do get, you know looked after really really well. Um, so yeah, in return we we expect yeah. to to work bloody hard. One change, oh, it's, not, it's not a massive change, but in terms of Saris, is on field this season. Yeah, it looks as an outsider looking, and you've changed the style of play. Yeah, uh, trying to play a bit more. Play a bit more, yeah. a bit more. Uh, some of the tries you scored. Obviously, I think you've only lost twice this year. Obviously, one was. Yeah. <laughs> this damn health. When uh, was that one? <laughs> Russell, talk to me about. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, moving on. But some of the tries you scored, the number of tries you scored is yeah. way up. Now you always won games and you always ground down opposition, but there's a real mindset to a much more attacking brand mm. of rugby. Do you think that's helped you in the way that you play? get back in the national squad as well yeah so yeah this year we've we've tried to you know what's the word i'm looking for it's uh, almost like free up a bit earlier yeah, in games, yeah. Isn't it? just trying to play a bit more yeah. um you know you you mentioned sarah's and probably people think about oh, okay we just kick the g out of the gilbert yeah. um <laughs> kick chase yeah kick <laughs> chase get <laughs> the ball Pe- back um, which you know which we're going to have which to still do. Which a lot of success was built on as well. Exactly, yeah. Which, we, which we're going to have to do because, you know, mm. we all know what winter's like, you know, there's three, four months of the year. Mm. But, um, yeah, definitely there's an evolution of our game this year where, right, we're not just getting back to, to set up to box kick. We're mm. actually, we want to get up. We want to we want to have a look. We want to scan. We want to sort of play what we see. And, and that mirrors the national setup here, mm. doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's and that suited me well because... Yeah. Um, Sometimes I do feel it, like in the past I do feel it was hard harder for me to get into the game. Yeah. Playing for series, you know, or okay, kick chase, that's mm-hmm. you know, that's my that's my role. But mm-hmm. obviously when I come here it's you know you know, Gregor loves to play, we all know mm-hmm. he loves to play with speed and as a winger, find getting myself in positions it's it's I, f- I find a lot easier. But mm-hmm. yeah, series it's um yeah, we're still we're still working on it. Um mm-hmm. it's not the, the finished article. Um, but yeah, it is exciting, especially mm-hmm. when the, w- the weather gets warmer. We can play a bit more. Yeah. The older that we all get, the wiser we get, I suppose, to some degree. But also, the, the more you find your voice. You alluded to this earlier that when you're younger, you're just in awe of a lot of the big names that are around you. Yeah. Are you quick to say to share your thoughts with a coach? Do you feel comfortable going up to a coach and and talking about the the, the thoughts that you have from a session or ideas that you have, or how how do you continue to develop your game? whilst also using that voice that you've earned the right to use it effectively. Yeah, I, I guess so. I, th- I guess I've, I've, I feel like confident enough to, to, to go up a, to a coach and, and obviously, you know, speak freely. Um, probably me personally, I'm probably like in, in terms of like team meetings, I'm, I'm probably not the, the biggest talker, um, but I like sort of, you know, when I'm on the field or behind the scenes more, um, I try and you know, get my learning learning you know my best learnings you know then on the field off the off the field as well but yeah in terms of 
you know, obviously, you know, speaking with co coaches freely, yeah, I, yeah, so I don't mind that. That's encouraged as well, isn't it? Like coaches mm. want that and mm. will ask and empower because, uh, like, you on the field have to fix a lot of mistakes. And so yeah. having a better understanding of what you're trying to do, how you're trying to play, means you can fix stuff stuff instantly. I remember playing in games where you would can almost wait for a direction or a message would yeah. come on with a water carrier from the coach, mm. but there might be about five minute lag between the coach giving the message and then somebody yeah. being injured or a stoppage in play for the water carrier to come on. And I always felt if you'd figured out what the message was going to be beforehand, mm. then that's you in the moment. To do that, you need you know, a good relationship. You need you know, clever players, astute players. Mm. And I think we've got, I, I think that's where the game's going to now. Obviously the laws and yeah. regulations around speeding the game up. There's less chance to get those messages on, so you need to develop the player to make the decisions to be yeah. more reactive to understand the game better. And it's a team uh, mindset. It isn't is. It? it is, and but that's a game. That, that's yeah. why we play. Mm. Sport isn't a science. There's not a one answer fits all. It's you have to you know create stuff. You have to problem solve, and there's mistakes, there's errors. Mm. It's it's great. So having the ability to understand the game and share mm. it post session, pre session, during games is is vital. Yeah, and that's probably what we've got really well at series is. Mm. Um, just our leaders we've got. It's just like, I'm probably a little bit, you know, selfish because sometimes I rely on, like, for example, like Fez, obviously mm. Owen, he is, you know, such a great leader and he's just a, an absolute, you know, machine on the pitch, uh, in terms of on the training pitch, you know. Um, so, you know, we've got these guys and, like, they just drive our standards so much. Um, you know, what's he like to face? If what's you, that? What's he like to face? Oh look, he's he's actually been he's been that. a nightmare because you know obviously <laughs> he's banned. Um, yeah. So he's been training with the bibs the last oh, couple so of weeks, and, he's, <laughs> and the bibs are just obviously raised like obviously twenty percent of the game, and it's been yeah, it's just been a bit of a nightmare. But um, yeah, look, if uh, if I get the, get the opportunity to face him in, in a in a week, um, yeah, we we good. Looking ahead, <laughs> looking ahead then to I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> looking ahead then to the Calcutta Cup. I mean, yeah. it's always a cracking opener. But at this time in England's current setup and situation, there's been a lot of change and a familiar face for Saracens is mm. now uh, at the head yeah. uh, in the head job there uh, as England head coach. What are your thoughts looking ahead to the game? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm sort of I'm, I'm guessing with, with Steve Balthwick coming in. Um, obviously he hasn't got much time to, to obviously implement his game plan but I'm guessing like they're just going to go maybe old school like list mm. the targets when he first joined in maybe just kick the G out of the Gilbert maybe <laughs> but who knows yeah who knows um, well obviously with Fez being skipper um, he's probably going to lead the, the attack mm. so maybe the way we're trying to play at Ceres is it might be quite similar to to what England try and bring, but yeah, look. And has Gregor spoken to you about that at all? Is he? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't really talked, um, spoken with Gregor yet, but um, I've spoken with Tans, obviously uh, the defence coach, on maybe potentially how they're going to play. But um, yeah, there's a lot of Saris boys in the team. I think there's uh, eight, eight or seven. I think a couple of boys have picked up injuries. Hope, hopefully, they're all right. But yeah, look, it's 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 good. It's the unknown, isn't it? It's That's unknown. It. More unknown now. Yeah, than before. Like look, you, uh, across the championship as well, if you yeah. look at the changes and you know, all the teams really, there'll be, well, Ireland and France will have a, a continuity. Yeah. Um, but there's a pressure on them because they have got continuity. Mm. There's, there's an unknown quantity, obviously, with, with Wales to some extent and, and to England. And with England, it's funny, I think they'll build their whole preparation around the first game 
on emotion, or two things on emotion and a connection back to the fans. Yeah. I don't think maybe if they've got five, six training sessions, perhaps you mm-hmm. can't change a huge amount in there. I don't yeah. think you can change phase shape. I think what they will change is maybe one or two really cute strike plays. Nick Evans is a attack coach. I think maybe scrum line it first phase attacks will be really quite cute probably mm. something new but I think thereafter because there's so much going on they'll just I think they'll make a big play on emotion connection yeah. to fans and it'll be that's right that's yeah. just a raw Scotland England game isn't it it just whets the appetite yeah, yeah it'll be tasty oh I love that he's like mm-hmm. it'll be tasty you've been very <laughs> is, casual about this I, I was saying earlier I think it's to the doc I bumped into you're always so calm Sean you come across as an unbelievably <laughs> unflappable human being chilled, yeah. <laughs> incredibly relaxed are you like do that you get, yeah I was going to say do you, you get like nervous or, or just rugby or is it in life are you fairly laid back kind of yeah game? I reckon in life yeah I'm pretty mm. I'm pretty chilled but exams at school did you get nervous <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Pre match, I mean, but um, look, I, I still, I still get nervous, which is a good yeah. sign because yeah. Yeah, if you didn't get nervous for a, yeah. any game, uh, I guess I'd probably hang the boots up. But what's your pre match yeah. routine? Um, pre match routine, um, I don't really have one. I actually, funny enough, I. Uh, I like to try and clean the house. <laughs> yeah, the missus loves that. Yeah, so like, I get in a little cleaning buzz, um, <laughs> and then once I've done that, I, I yeah, I tend to just that chills me out a bit. But yeah, I don't really have a routine to be honest. What when, was yours? When you're in camp, do you clean the room? <laughs> and who are you sharing with? I like to be cleaning the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, so who doesn't are you need clean. Yeah, good. I'm sh- uh, I'm sharing with uh, Hugh Jones. Oh. Yeah, we've shared we've shared a, a couple of times in the past, so it's good to connect with him. He's on. He's on fire at the moment, Glasgow. Yeah. So it's good. He's in the squad as well. What was your pre-match routine? Yeah, uh, like it would be different, wouldn't it? Like I, yeah. I, I would sleep a lot. Yeah, uh, if it was a late, if it was a late, later yeah. kickoff, I'd like to, like even five thirty, even yeah. uh, later, I'd like to get a nap in. Sometimes you can get two sleeps. Get, get a little nap. In <laughs> the nine o'clock kickoffs in France, you could get two oh, sleeps. Yeah, yeah. You could. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, like but, I would rest a lot. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd sleep well the night before a game. I would, um, and then well, I would always in the spare room. Yeah? Uh, no, <laughs> no, just uh, I'd always I don't always sleep quite well. Yeah. But for me, it was like I've got quite a fast metabolism. Judging by the fact that I'm built like a pipe cleaner, <laughs> anything to eat, I just burn off immediately. So I would uh, I would my routine would be slightly different because I would have to eat quite close to the time you get in the bus to go away. So most some guys eat next to nothing before mm. a game, uh, just through nerves and nervous energy, and other guys have to eat really early. Whereas I, I could probably eat just before getting the bus and they'd be hungry by the time you got to the ground just because what was your go-to though what was your go-to food uh, it was usually beans and toast to be honest beans on toast staple I know well it would be beans and toast with sauce or anything on top Um, no I mean mainly beans and toast and a a high volume of beans and toast what about you (laughs) I'm always salmon and rice oh really oh that's very very different pasta just sits in there it's just not nice you know really the pasta sauces are yeah I don't know. I don't know if people are going to have bolognese before a game then. No. So salmon and so salmon and salmon rice, and sorry. rice. Yeah, with uh, broccoli. He's uh, he's been he's been down yeah. in Saracens for too long. Just I mean on that, looking at what you've achieved so far, I mean, yeah. two Gallagher premierships mm. in your time at Saracens, what two European titles yeah. too? He's very casual. He's nodding here quite casually. You've also you know British British and Irish lion. Yeah. You've achieved so much in your career, Sean, and there's still obviously so much to come. Hopefully, we're not <laughs> planning any retirement anytime soon. But yeah. is there anything that you still earmark that you would like to do? Um, good question. I sort of like I sort of sort of 
go through like just going by week by week. That's how I've sort of lived by. Like I don't really look t too, you know, too far in, in, in the future. But it would it, it would be, be nice to to maybe win something again with Saracens. Just with obviously what's happened over the last sort of four or five years, well, a few years to the club. Um, you know, we almost did it last year uh, against Leicester, but obviously, mm -hmm. you know, they they beat us and uh, you know, fair winners. But yeah. This year, this year it'll be good to, to maybe you know, win a trophy and um, look, World Cup, you know. Mm. You Snoking know, on the door. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, yeah, look, it's, it's, it'll be tough, but, um, you know, if I can keep injury free, I can keep playing well for Saros, um, you know, anything's possible. Um, you know, age is just a number. And we'll see, can't skin fold the mind, mate. That's it. Can you know, can't skin fold the mind. So, I still um, think I'm about 24. Yeah, I still remember when you came into Glasgow uh, and <laughs> skin Peter Murchie. I, I used to have that? to join in training. Sorry, Murchie. Yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I used to join in training. Yeah. Um, not so much now. I'm a bit, yeah. Um, then and I out. don't know. I still do it. I'd have to join still, in You are still deadly. Uh, in short doses. You, yeah. Strictly no contact. It. Yeah, I think you do. I think you must love it. You, every time yeah. I happen to be around the camp, I do happen to see you with a ball at some point. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure it's just... We were talking about the other day, Mossy, how he came in and... Skinning boys for fun, uh, just like that's a long time. So ago. yeah, that's a long, that was a decade ago. <laughs> I know, at least. And yeah. I was recently retired. Ten years, yeah. Maybe I retired too early. It's crazy, yeah. It's like obviously my first Six Nations was 2000? ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. 2013. 2013. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, it was my first first. Well, my, and my first game was against England. Was Down right? at Twickenham, yeah. So your that's right. Your first. That was my cap. debut. Yeah, ten years ago. Well, we'll be coming up. Which 10 years. game was that then? What happened in that one? Ah, uh, we got yeah. I, we got pumped, but so that was two thousand and. Remember when um, yeah, Scott Johnson right. and that came in to be care, caretaker coach? I've completely forgotten about that. It wasn't <laughs> the one that was sixty points. That was later on. So no, then, no, no, no. It was so later. Yeah, yeah. Scott Johnson had just left, and then yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. And then Scott mm. Johnson. So it's just, just times just flowing. It's crazy how fast it's gone. Well, look, looking at your time with Scotland, then yeah. um, and the games that you've played, we've got a, a Guinness Six Nations coming up. Is there a game in particular that you're really relishing? and that you you really enjoy watching us and taking part in what's your favorite uh, tie for scotland uh, yeah you're obviously england's up there um uh, but just any game at home you know just mm. when you're playing at murrayfield is you know it's so cool it's so special what's special about it for you just the whole day the whole experience um the bagpipes you know the pipers piping you in um you know the passionate fans um yeah, look, it, you know, you can't really remember. It just goes so quick. No, it sucks, you know. When, like, when you're in the change room and you're having a beer and, you, and, you, and you've won, it's just like, oh man, it's gone so quick. After the game, just yeah. to clarify. <laughs> after the game, yeah. After the game, yeah. It's so but, true. It's yeah. so true. And you work so hard, and this yeah. is you train the whole week so hard, and it's just like it's brilliant. It's a blur. It's a brilliant opportunity, yeah. but you do make sacrifices, and it is hard, and most of it is hard if not 90% of it at mm. times can be incredibly hard and but it's a 10% and it's that moment if you've won mm. immediately after you've won that you can't replace yeah. and it only lasts sometimes 5 minutes 10 minutes and then your mind switches oh well you've got roles and responsibilities but then you think oh the game's next week so yeah. like those, those the, the bit that you really play for especially in mm. national jersey to win anywhere in the world but especially at home it's that window isn't it yeah. like 5 10 minutes sometimes half an hour and I, know, think, yeah. I don't want to leave this, yeah. this moment but unfortunately it takes on you have to I know it's just such a massive game. high and then obviously you the Sunday rolls around <laughs> and you're probably a bit hungover and 
it's like you're on a massive low for a couple of days it's just like oh it just sucks but but then yeah. you look ahead to the next game so quickly eh? i you know yeah yeah ahead. and that's why jumping ahead to the end of the championship mm. or the last game of a tour finishing on a high is, is massive and obviously we'll hope this year finishing a high not just by Hopefully, winning yeah. the last game but being mm. in contention do you with that in mind do you think that you're coming into this camp with a different level of appreciation knowing what you do now yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i'm like yeah whatever my role is going to be during this this campaign i'm just going to embrace it you know um yeah just as i said before look i enjoy you know off the field moments probably more mm-hmm. as, as as i as i've gotten older um just connecting with the lads and you know who knows you know it's could, obviously could be my last six nations so i've just got to you know make the most of it and if i get an opportunity it'll be brilliant um but yeah and on a final one from me uh you know, as I say, hopefully you're not planning to retire anytime soon, but in yeah. the future, based on what your coaches and those that have played and worked with you over the years and those that know you have said mm-hmm. about the way that you interact with others, do you think coaching is something that you might consider in the future? Uh, probably not. No. I'm probably not going to go into coaching. Uh, I actually, when I probably retire, my plan is, well, me and my wife and the kids' plan, we're going to move to Bali nice. for a year. Um, we got married in Bali, so we love it. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna probably just figure out life maybe for a year. And we'll come in, we'll come and visit. We'll, yeah, we'll check we'll, in we'll with you. Follow up podcast. I'm actually, seriously, I'm actually thinking about it. So if um, anyone has connections in Bali, might need a might. I might just work in a cafe, and make coffees, and we'll see. Speak we'll see. to Demo; he'll sort you out. <laughs> Sean yeah. Maitland on the way back to New Zealand. Such a pleasure having you on the official Scottish <laughs> Rugby Podcast. We could talk to you for hours, but in the meantime, congrats on everything you've achieved so Thank far. You. Great to have you back, and here's all the best for the Guinness Six Nations. Thank you.